Good morning. Probably saying to yourself, wait a minute, 8.30, Twitch, and the Capeless Crusaders? Wait, that hasn't happened in a while. What could be going on? Well, it's, it's season two, that's what. It's, it's season two of Sunday Coffee with the Azorian one. Because it was always part of the plan to, you know, take this break in between seasons. I mean, like, like a regular show does. Okay, that's a complete lie. I, I, I've had things to be done that involved my weekends and I couldn't do the show. But the story we're going to run with is that it's now season two. We're back from break. Season two of Sunday Coffee with the Azorian one. Because that, that's a good cover. It's a good cover story. How have you all been? Good to see you. I mean, it's not like I've been gone. You, you still watch the Capeless Crusaders and you see me on there. I'm still there. It's just Sunday Coffee has been kind of a hard thing, a difficult thing to keep going, but uh, it's here, I'm back, I'm currently finding topics to talk about today, uh, I am currently having, as, as, as always, my breakfast, which is uh, today, notice by the way, this guy's back, that's right, this guy is back, you, might, you guys may know the story, if you watch on the Campus Crusaders, if you haven't, or forgot the story, I had one of these before, a classic Iron Man mug given to me by my mother-in-law and that previous one one day I came home from work and my mother that day was watching the boys and she tells me that she she broke one of my monster mugs monster mugs and first off I'm like okay monster mug and she must have broke carnage and I, my carnage mug is, is cool but I'm not, you know, I'm not connected to it. it, it it's, it's carnage. Carnage is cool, but I don't really drink out of it. It's not my, it's not my favorite mug. It's cool to have, but not my favorite. So I'm like, all right, no problem. Where are the pieces? And they're in the trash. And I look, and I see red, and then I, then I see yellow. And I, and I realize Carnage didn't have any yellow on his mug. That was Iron Man, my favorite coffee mug that I have. That stands out from the others. That one was the one she destroyed. So after about a half an hour of tears, um, I mean like, like emotional, like just, just snot, tears, Maximus finding his, his wife and son, you know, emotion right there. Got over it, was fine. Amy of our show did a solid and she got me an Iron Man mug. Not, not the classic one, but an Iron Man Civil War mug, which is also, of course, very badass. So, Amy, thank you for that one. Made of metal, too, so no problem. Come to find out, since then, my mother-in-law was looking for another one of these classic Iron Man mugs. Had to wait until one was available. Once it was, she bit on it, she got it, and here is uh, Mark II, you could say. Mark II of the classic Iron Man mug. Uh, my mother now knows, do not touch these mugs. She likes to clean for some reason. I tell her not to clean. I tell her just to spend time with the kids. But what does an old Portuguese mom want to do? When the kids are asleep, she's going to go sweep. She's going to go clean. Don't tell her to, but she does it. So, they don't listen. What do you do? Mothers are mothers. So she knows not to touch her son's classic superhero mugs, especially the ones that look like this guy. Okay? So, there you go. The classic Iron Man mug returns in full force. I now have two Iron Man mugs, thanks to Amy and my mother-in-law. Classic and current 
uh, marks. So there you go. There's a happy to have this guy back. Only bring him out once in a while because we don't want more damage happening. What am I eating? Well, I've got a little a little biscuit, homemade biscuit uh, from yesterday that, th that my wife made, and some homemade jam with butter on top of it right there. You might be asking yourself, what's this, what's this over here? What's this, uh, what's this guy? Indy, Indy has an eating problem. She just hits the bowl. This is a slice of cheese, but not just regular cheese. No, 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 no. That's Portuguese Sam João. St. John, not St. John, St. George cage, St. George cheese from the island of St. George. Uh, made by uh, Fernandez Company out in, uh, I think they're in Tracy. Tracy or San Jose, for none. Every Portuguese person knows about this place. Uh, they have all Portuguese food, all Portuguese grocery store, and they've got the smelly, delicious cheese. Yes, you heard me, smelly, delicious cheese, because as Anthony Bourdain once said, the worse a cheese smells, or, or the more it smells like a foot, the better it is. And let me tell you, St. George is not the best smelling cheese. And I can't tell you that that's accurate for all cheeses, but when it comes to the Portuguese St. George cheese, when you, but when you, oh, so. And those of you who are listening who can't see, when I did that, huh, that was a disgusting face, but when you eat it, oh, a delicious face, okay? So. That is my healthy breakfast for today. You can't really, this, the whole cheese in Portuguese and the bread thing, it's like a morning staple. That's not the only breakfast Portuguese have, but say you're Portuguese from the United States and you're visiting the old country, your typical morning is gonna be bread and cheese with coffee looking at the ocean side because most of us are from the Azores Islands that are in this area and you live, you stay in a house that pretty much overlooks the ocean because everyone kind of tried to live on the coast. Luckily for me, both sides of my family lived on Oceanside. So when you, back in 2004, when we had breakfast, you'd be in the backyard and just see ocean. It's Portuguese Hawaii. It's, it's beautiful. But that's just a typical breakfast you'd have if you went to visit or on a Saturday. You shouldn't do it every morning because it's gonna catch up to you. And I haven't. So here we go with the, the bite of the homemade biscuit and homemade jam by Miss uh, Mrs. Steve's, Mrs. Azorian one. Uh huh. No, that's good. That's good right there, yeah. The way the butter and the jam works together on your taste buds, it's great. Yeah, and you got a swig of the coffee. Mm-hmm. Mmm. That was a good sip. You heard it. Even if you didn't see the show, you could hear the sip. By the way, the coffee today is Phil's coffee. It's P-H-I-L-Z coffee. Phil's Coffee, located in the San Francisco Bay Area. There is a, a shop over in Sacramento, those of you nearby. Phil's Coffee is friggin' amazing. We're addicted to it. We we try to get it as often as possible. If you haven't had Phil's Coffee, go have Phil's Coffee. It's amazing. Uh, soon, I'll be brewing our Carmel Valley Coffee Roasting Company, because that's another one we really love. And I hope someday one or both of these companies will sponsor episodes of Sunday coffee with the Azorian one. Now that season two is back. Huh? Did it there? Did that? The Portuguese breakfast is a morning ritual, an important ritual. You are dang skippy, son of Mander, who recently realized he's part of the team. The, the, not the Crusaders, the Portuguese team. Uh, and now the cheese, the cheese, the smelly cheese. Here we go. Oh my God. Oh my Jesus. It's, it's, it's it's, it's, it's a religious experience. It's, it's, it's a faithful experience. It's, it's seeing the light right now. It smells horrible. It tastes amazing. 
Dave Skippy. As I fills coffee again. Anyway, <clears throat> I've been gone for a while, as you guys know, when it comes to Sunday coffee. Uh, those of you wondering uh, how quiet it is, no, the boys are here. They're currently watching Disney Channel. I can't remember exactly what show this is, and I'm not going to hit the info button because when they see me hit the info button, they assume Daddy's changing the channel, and the noise erupts. So I'm not even going to touch it. Just know it's not superhero, and I don't see Mickey anywhere. So it's one of their original shows. For some reason, Disney XD has decided not to show their Marvel marathons on Sunday mornings. And that is angering. Because they enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it. But they got Phineas and Ferb for like four hours instead. And no offense to those of you who like that show, I want my Marvel Experience Sunday morning animated series for these guys. But luckily right now they're quiet. We'll see what happens later on. I apologize for the noise that's coming. Handy Manny. Yeah, Handy Manny. So uh, basically, uh, new for me, um, I finally finished Luke Cage. Finally finished the season. Hard to do because it's one of those shows that I can't have on while these two guys are awake because... Come on, we know the Netflix Marvel shows. They, they push things a little more. Great, amazing shows. Just can't watch with them around. But finally finished Luke Cage. Spectacular season. I think I may have liked season two more than season one. There's a definite battle there with, um, with, with Luke riding the line between hero and vigilante. And is he going too far? Is he going to jump, you know, fall into the darkness? Is can he keep the righteous path? Sorry, um, it was very well done. Uh, the cast again, amazing. Um, Remy, the actor, as we know, as Remy, who was in uh, House of Cards, he plays Luke's father. Tommy, how did you play? Um. He was in the House of Cards, and now in Luke Cage. He did pass away shortly after the series was done filming. So at the very end, they had a nice in memoriam of him, which is sad because that guy was a legendary actor. He was amazing on House of Cards. He was amazing in Luke Cage. He's been in the business for decades. He's one of those actors you've seen in many movies. He's that supporting character who plays the supporting cast. Always outstanding when he does. So sad to see that he passed on after the show was done. Uh, but Luke Cage was a great season, great ending to season two, a Godfather shout-out in that final scene. I don't want to spoil it for you in case some of you haven't seen finished Luke Cage yet, but it's a shout-out to that final moment in the original Godfather. Diane Keaton's K corners Michael Corleone, Al Pacino, on whether or not they're a mob family. And he's a mob boss now, and he denies it, says, no, I'm not. And as she walks out of the office, she turns back just in time to see Michael, Al Pacino, with his hand out as the soldiers, you know, the, the mafioso soldiers come in to kiss the ring. And as she's watching, one of the guys goes to the door and slowly closes the door on Kay's face. It's an iconic scene in The Godfather. Luke Cage mimics that scene in their finale. I'm not going to tell you how. You gotta watch it. If you have watched it, you know what I'm talking about. And if you didn't catch it, that is a Godfather shout-out from Marvel and the fine creative folks behind the camera over at Luke Cage. So, great ending to that. Um, caught up on the Marvel shows, except for the new ones. I have not watched Cloak and Dagger yet on Freeform. I uh, know Manderson and Dr. Barry are both tackling that. I remember, I think, 
I believe they finished it. A lot of things that happened in the last episode just leave my head. Uh, they're watching it. I've not watched it yet. I have not watched... I'm caught up on the Netflix Marvel shows, let's say that. I, don't, I haven't really watched any of the Marvel shows that are outside Netflix. Tried Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., fell off. Um, I loved Agent Carter. Loved Agent Carter. But that got cancelled, which angered me, because that, to me, was the best Marvel ABC series that they had. Don't even try to tell me Inhumans was good, because we saw what happened to Inhumans. Okay, ABC just murdered that for how bad it was doing. Agent Carter was your strong Marvel series on ABC, and they got rid of it, so who knows. Uh, recommending Cloak and Dagger, there you go. Uh, but yeah, Netflix Marvel, I'm caught up. Enjoy them all. Um, if I have to pick favorites, uh, I'm going to say Daredevil is still my favorite. Um, Luke Cage and Punisher are right up in there at second. Jessica's an outstanding show. Iron Fist is the weaker one. I gotta say though, the one episode that he had in Luke Cage, spoiler, spoiler, Iron Fist cameos in the second season of Luke Cage. He has one episode. That one episode with him was better than everything else they've had with Iron Fist. So maybe we're on an upward swing with uh, Danny Rand in the upcoming season. Hopefully. Good character given a, not that great of a show, but again, great one episode in Luke Cage. I'm on my biscuit right now. Whoa! Let's do some food. That's great. I'm currently checking the news to see what I can talk about today for you guys. I am currently in the process of catching up on my CWDC shows because I pretty much took all of the last season off because it got difficult to keep up. There's so many. There's so many things. So many things. Barry and I talked about this in an episode. So many things. But I'm now just starting to catch up on the previous seasons of our DC CW heroes. Currently on episode 12 of Arrow of season 6. Once I'm done with him, I will move on to Flash and then move on to Supergirl. I haven't really watched Legend of Tomorrow. Sorry, I, I don't think I have time for Legend of, Legend of Tomorrow. I haven't watched Black Lightning yet. They're good things. But currently only on... Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl. I do catch everyone else and they have the crossovers. That's all I saw last season was the crossover event. I always watch the crossover events. I go in blind whatever the season has started and just go along with the crossover. Those are always entertaining in my opinion. So that I've seen, otherwise I'm going through. And uh, interesting. You've got um, Michael Emerson in season six as the main baddie of Caden Jones. Clayton Jones? Caden Jones? Clayton James? LeBron James, one of those guys. Uh, he's the bad guy, and it's funny because he was, this is, this is the guy who was the creepy guy on Lost. Okay, the really creepy other on Lost. He was always like a, a villain and then ended up being on the same side as them and yada yada, you know who I'm talking about. He was on a show called Person of Interest, which is a fantastic show. That was on CBS for like five seasons. Loved that show. And he's kind of playing the same character he was in Person of Interest, but now bad. That's what I can give you. Michael Emerson um, from Lost, from person of, person of Interest, now currently, well, not now, currently, on season six of Arrow as I'm catching up. He, he's always good at being bad. He's got that, he can make that creepy tone, that eye stare with his glasses. He's, 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 he's a creepy, he's a creepy, he's good at being creepy. Good at being creepy. So far, he's being a, a legitimate foe to Oliver Queen. This is also the, uh, the season where they tried to pinpoint that Oliver was Green Arrow, and they made that 
connection where during an open conference Oliver explains that you can do anything with photographs like you can take Bruce Wayne's head and put it on Batman's body and I thought that was kind of cool that was enjoyed there enjoy Person of Interest see that Person of Interest was a fantastic show that was a great show Manderson LeBron James may be a bad guy in basketball you may think of him as a heel I think outside of basketball he's doing just fine but yes, you, you in the game, in the sport, you can he can be a bad guy if he's going against your team. Um, but Person of Interest was a fantastic show. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. Recommend that show. Um, so much I can't even go into explain the entire series because it'll take the entire show. But go watch Person of Interest. It was a worthy show. It had five seasons on CBS. Now it should be on Netflix. Enjoy that. But so going halfway through season six of Arrow. Then I'll see Flash. Then I'll see Supergirl. I think I can get them all caught up before everyone starts their new seasons. I believe all the CW heroes start up their their new seasons in October. It's currently August. Pretty sure I can finish Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl before they come back. So I'll be on I'll be on that trend, and uh, then I'll be caught up, and then I'll probably fall back behind because that's what happens. Because there's so many superhero shows to watch and. I like watching so many of them. Yeah. Phil's coffee. It's good. I'm currently on Variety's website, Variety's um, news page under the Apple News app, looking for some new news we can talk about. Um, I'm surprised this movie, The Meg. Am I surprised? I don't know. The Meg about this big gigantic shark that's attacking Jason Statham. That's that's the most I can give you. Portuguese cheese bite. There we go. Let's go. Um, I'm no, I'm in no hurry to watch it. I don't. I love Jason Statham. I mean, handsome robe. Um, but the movie does. It's Sharknado with maybe a bigger budget, and less comedy. I don't know. Not in a hurry to see it. I'm glad people are enjoying it. That's good. Um, hmm. how are you guys doing? Everyone doing all right there? Everyone doing good? Yeah. Oh, Batwoman, that's right. I You're right. Manderson Batwoman is coming up. And um, I may have to add that to my CW viewing. I may have to force myself because, one, it involves a character from the Bat. I mean, come on. Uh, I'm not going to watch a Batman-related thing. I tried Gotham. I might as well try Batwoman. Plus, I like Ruby Rose. I know there's a bunch of comic fans who are like, she can't act. I think she acts fine. She was an Orange the New Black. Orange, yeah, Orange the New Black. You, you gotta have a bit of an acting background if you're gonna be, or have some sort of talent if you're gonna be on one of Netflix's best shows. So I'm gonna say she has some talent. I've enjoyed her work. I've only seen her on Orange the New Black. She's a fantastic model. Um, and real quick, real quick to I hope they bring Bruce in the universe, Manderson. I hope they bring Bruce into the universe. Because I actually want to see Bruce and Oliver talk. That's just me. Um, the ones who are complaining about Ruby Rose's casting as Batwoman. Well, number one, in my, personal, in my personal opinion, I think she's a fine actress. She can do just fine. Number two, please know the type of network and shows we're doing. I love Arrow. I love The Flash. 
I love Supergirl. These shows are I enjoy so much. In no way are they should they be compared to Netflix's Marvel series. Because the Marvel series of Netflix, they've got a bigger budget. They have bigger productions. They have more money to get different type of casts. CW is not going to be able to get people like the ones that we've seen appearing on Marvel or the type of production value. It just isn't there. Because remember, CW belongs to CBS, and CBS has other shows to fund before they go fund CW shows. Netflix is Netflix. It's, that's their production, and they team up with Marvel. There's going to be a different value. That's not saying Ruby Rose is not a fine actress. She can do the role. But those of you complaining are acting like all of our CW shows have the caliber of Al Pacino and Robert De Niro or Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. They don't. There's a big difference there. It's like, you know, you know, trying to use the Godfather critique book on a movie like Bad Boys 2. Y you don't do that. You can know the greatness and amazing work that is The Godfather and also enjoy Bad Boys 2 and love Bad Boys 2 as an action film and know that those two cannot be the same level, okay? Ruby Rose is in a network and a series and a universe that she can blend in with just fine, okay? Love Stephen Amell. The guy's a great guy. He does a great job at Oliver Queen, all right? There's a big difference, though, between the people starring on that and the people starring in the big blockbusters and the big series that have production values or DC's extended universe. So stop it. Stop giving Ruby, Ruby Rose a hell as if you were expecting an Academy Award-winning actress to play that role. There's no way they're going to do that. Ruby Rose will get the job done just fine. Go watch Orange is the New Black. Most of you who are probably com complaining about her have only seen the action movies where they barely give her any lines and all she does is dress up in a costume and shoot guns. Guess what? She does act. Go watch Orange is the New Black. I believe it was season four she was on. Okay? Go watch it. I'm a Ruby Rose defender. She's going to do just fine. She's playing Batwoman on a CW show. She's got it. Okay? Now removing my soapbox and placing it off to the side as I continue to be a Ruby Rose defender. I will defend Ruby Rose. She is Batwoman. Do I know how good the show will be? I have no idea. I don't know. We don't know yet. It hasn't come out yet. But I'm not going to judge it. If we're going to go by looks and what they're going for in the CW, Ruby Rose, just fine. I'm pretty sure no one thought Stephen Amell was the greatest actor in the world when season one of Arrow came out. Now we're about to be a seventh season, so... And as before, people gave Heath Ledger crap when he was going to be given the role of Joker. Now who do we consider amazing as Joker? Alright. Mic drop. This is where if I had a GIF, I'd use the President Obama... That thing, right there. Anyway, so Ruby Rose, Batwoman, that's coming up. Manderson, thank you. I will be giving that show a try. Mm. Having some more biscuit. Excuse me. So, that means I'll be watching four. Roo, roo, roo. Dark Knight was overrated and still is. Ooh. 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 I'm going to calm down. I'm going to keep the rage inside. I will say, 
that my absolute favorite in the trilogy is Batman Begins. That's my favorite Batman movie. Just because I like a good origin story, and I thought, if we finally had a good origin story on Batman, and Ra's al Ghul is my favorite Batman villain. So, there you go. Okay, we can agree on Batman Begins. We disagree on Dark Knight. We agree on Batman Begins. We'll go with that. It's a, it's a good compromise right there. Um, wow. That sparked, that sparked something. By the way, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight are both now on Netflix. Yes, I have watched both already on Netflix. Yes, I own the trilogy on Blu-ray. Don't tell me how to live. Watch it again tonight if I want to. Um, yeah, it's a slow news day in the in the entertainment world. Also, I realized I don't want to take any news stories that could be appearing on our Monday night show. So there's that. But watch them last week. There you go. Good job, Rubio. Uh, yes. Okay, you gotta wait. I told them I'm gonna be quiet. You're done too. Okay, wait. You want your cracker? You guys want the crackers? Wait till Daddy's done, okay? Watch the show. Oh, we do have some sort of a Marvel show on right now. It seems that Lego Marvel is on. So we got Black Panther and Doctor Strange in Lego form. Guess that works. Um, Netflix is stupid. They only have one of them. That's right. They only have Fellowship of the Ring on Netflix. That is. That is, <clears throat> that is interesting. They only have one of the three. Also, why Dark Knight Rises is not Netflix yet? That's curious. However, I'm so much of a Netflix addict, I will not say anything bad about them for worries that they may one day want to sponsor me. <laughs> Gotta make that cash for the kids, guys. Gotta make that money. <clears throat> All right, crack crackers are overrated. <laughs> not to these two. Uh, good uh, graham crackers, these two. It's like, it's. I'm not gonna say what it is to them, but it's. they must have it. Um, Looking through uh, comic book, comic book reading-wise, I've been really bad on the comic books lately. I'm sorry, I'm bad. Um, I'm writing stuff, trying to get that money. Yeah, bag of money. There you go. <laughs> Netflix is just fine. <laughs> Netflix. So is Phil's coffee. Um, find some lemon cra cream crackers. Ooh, yeah, we'll bring those to the kids. Lemon cream crackers. Good choice. Uh, I've been. Not reading as many comics. I got a bunch lined up. I need to read up. I'm hearing amazing things about the Captain America series out from Tanahasi Coates. I got to read that. Um, I've been doing a lot of writing lately. A lot of writing lately. Uh, and and little 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 self promotion of myself right now. I wrote an episode for a TV series, a spec script, and I entered it into a competition called Scriptapalooza. Boys, boys, boys. Scriptapalooza TV. Scriptapalooza has been around since 1998. There's people who have been on there who have gone on to write for Mad Men, um, Modern Family, Family Guy, and it's a, it's a jumping point for people who want to be writers. I entered a script, and it was an episode for Hawaii Five O, the current Hawaii Five O series. I watch it again. It's like Bad Boys Two for me. It's it's it's, it's a connection to our favorite spot for our honeymoon. So and it's it's an enjoyable show. Again, it's not Netflix. It's it, it's not it's not Godfather. It's a fun action series. So I wrote an episode for an idea, and I wrote an episode and an idea I had for what they could do 
for a show and it ended up placing third that's that's a good thing because now they will promote the top three that were on there and promote them around to the network of producers they have and go from there does that mean that that episode will become an episode of Hawaii Five-0 don't know could could not what it means is producers will see what I wrote and then decide if they'd like my style to write something else they have in mind or it could be where somebody from 5.0 sees it and they want to make it into an episode. It's a possibility. It's also a possibility that nothing could happen after this, that I get this year of, of, of people looking at it and nothing happens. But this is the biggest step I've had when it comes to writing, when it comes to my screenwriting, to actually place in the top three of a competition and now have eyes looking at it. I'm beyond ecstatic. Uh, uh, even if nothing happens after this, I'm happy that I had I wrote something that got seen by the higher ups. So I got that going for me, which is nice. Caddyshack reference. Thank you, Attack Four. Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate the, uh, the the hand claps and the way to go. Thank you. Uh, it was. I'm used to checking because I've entered, entered into it before and not placed, and it's. I was used to like checking email updates and be like, oh, let's see who beat me this time. Oh yeah, they beat me out. Cool, whatever. I got to write something else. So when I got the email, um, actually getting an agent is part of the competition as well. I, I do need to get an agent. I'm aware of that. But agents are also looking at what Scriptapalooza puts out there. So I could get one that way. We'll see. Um, but I was so used to checking the emails, responses, checking the website, and saying nothing, to then, off on a whim, get an email update on Tuesday or Wednesday, go to the website on my phone, and then see my name there. And I'm like, this, this can't be right. I checked on a computer, same thing. Like, and I sat there staring at the website for like a good 30 seconds to a minute. And I may have said a curse word out of pure joy, because I placed. So it was a surprise. I was happy it happened. Um, of course, I put it on my social media and promoted myself. Why wouldn't I do that? It's what I do. Have you guys seen the show? Have you met this guy? Yeah. Writing's part of the dream. Come on. So I'm happy about it. It's out there. We'll see where it goes. I'm going to put it on my resume. I don't care. I'm putting it on there. I won something. Third place is considered winning in this competition. I know it's not what Ricky Bobby would believe, but... It is. So, I got that going for me. That's new to the uh, the Steve's household there. So, yeah. Also, I'm still writing for LRM. Uh, if you check out their website, Latino Review Media, lrmonline.com. I write uh, news articles daily on whatever new, up, whatever new events are occurring throughout the entertainment world of the day. I was reviewing Walking Dead, American Gods, and 24 Legacy. Uh, both those shows are currently not on at the moment, so... I have a sort of break. Um, but I've written for them for quite a while. I've been with LRM coming up on two years. And I still write for the Crusaders website, even though it's not as much as I used to, because it seems like writing is all I'm doing today, and I'm writing for all the things. So uh, I do have some articles still on the Crusader website. I am starting to put some more stuff on there as well. And, of course, my stuff on LRM. So feel free to read those news articles I do on the daily. Um, yeah, there's only four of us saying Manderson's right. We can only fit four of us on the show up because my ego is so big. It's, it's, it's a fact. It's fact. 
Uh, we have, we do have you know tall Tom down south, but again, he can always call in. Uh, speaking of which, tomorrow, Monday night, is a big event in the world of podcasts. We're gonna have our our crossover event occur. That's right. We're taking a page out of the CW book. We're having our first crossover tomorrow night, live. It's going to be the Capeless Crusaders over here in Northern California, teaming up with our family, our brethren slash sistren down south, Nerd On the Podcast. Our boy Tom, our boy Tom the Crusader, went to SoCal to pursue the dream of directing, went and found some buddies. They have a podcast going on, Nerd On the Podcast. You heard us talk about them. It's finally happening. The two teams are joining for one epic night. We're going to be on their show first. We're going to talk about a topic with them. I'm not going to say what it is yet. I'm not going to say what, we're topic, what a topic is yet. you got to keep your eye on our social media. Our social media will show you what we're talking about. I'm not going to say it right now. you got to wait. But, Jack, we're going to be on their show first. And once that's done, immediately after their show, we're going to have our show and they're gonna be on our show. You see that? You're gonna have about three hours. Could be more, we'll see. Maybe three hours of pure nerd on and K plus Crusader action, all right? Those boys and girls, our boys and girls, we're getting together, we're talking about things nerdy, we're talking about things comic-y, we're talking about all the things pop culture-y in this block. It's like it, it, it's it's like Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, the Legends together in podcast form. It's happening tomorrow, tomorrow night. Watch our social media. We're going to be updating you today and tomorrow about the time, the place, when it's happening, whose show starts when, who will be on whose show, yada yada yada. But it's happening. Nerd on the podcast, the Capos Crusaders crossover event. It's here. Ooh, oh man, look. I'm like Zach Bagans on Ghost Adventures. Look at this. The hair is rising. The chills. There's a presence. There's a presence here. Aaron, go in the room. Those of you who watch that show know what I'm talking about. Those of you who don't, YouTube it. So, there you have it. This has been the return episode of Look Who Made It. Look Who Made It for the show. Jack. Made it to the end. We made it to the end until I tried to make a noise. Indy made it for the episode here in the end. She had her breakfast. Thank you all for tuning in. Sorry for the long break. The Azorian one is back. Sunday coffee with the Azorian one is here. Good to see you all. And again, remember, tomorrow night, the big crossover. Nerd on the podcast and the K plus Crusaders team up to save the universe. Be there. Or it's hip to be square. Huey Lewis. That's right. Everyone have a great Sunday. Enjoy your day. And... Um, Crusade on. Ooh, I made something. Crusade on. That's a good one, I think. I should keep that. Crusade on. I like that.